Welcome into another episode of American Ag Today, produced by the American Ag Network. I'm your host, Jesse Allen. Well, joining us here today as we have been watching and waiting to see what would happen with the ongoing rail strike situation in the U.S., a tentative agreement reached overnight into Thursday after 20-some hours of negotiations between the Labor Department, the White House, railroad unions, and railroads. Joining us to discuss, Mike Steenhook, Executive Director of the Soy Transportation Coalition. Mike, great to have you back on the show with us. How are you today? I am doing fine, Jesse. Good to be with you. Thank you for the time, and we have been talking about this now for the last couple of weeks, and we were kind of getting down to the uh, 11th hour here, but it sounds like this tentative deal reached uh, overnight into Thursday morning is going to be able to stop this rail strike. Uh, Talk about what you have heard with this deal, because I know we're still getting a few of the facts and a few of the numbers out with this deal, but overall, what did you hear with, uh, with what was put together? Well, the the two the two parties, and that's the 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 nation's largest railroads and and the railroad unions, and particularly there were three of them that were still that still had not come to any kind of agreement with with the railroads, and so negotiations were proceeding throughout the night. And so early morning, there was an announcement that the remaining unions have arrived at a tentative agreement. the The reason the word tentative is in there is that it still has to be ratified by the rank and file membership of the unions, which is, which is very common. Um, we obviously hope for that to occur. Uh, we'll be very attentive to that. We expect those votes to occur by the rank and file membership over the next several weeks. But I, I, I find it hard to believe that they would actually reject the, the tentative agreement. I, I expect that to be, to be affirmed by the, the rank and file membership. And so there is this tentative agreement that most importantly is preventing this potential strike that could indeed occur uh, starting at 12.01 Eastern time on this upcoming Friday. So less than 24 hours away. And you know that had that caused rightfully a lot of concern for agriculture and for mm-hmm. basically every industry in the United States. Um, you know, railroads, they transport so much of what Americans produce and consume, and, and particularly for agriculture, 30% of our exports are accommodated by rail. So it, it would have just had a real seismic impact on our industry, on our economy. Farmers cannot be profitable without a functioning rail system. So we were happy to see this tentative agreement that averted this potential strike. And now we just look forward to you know proceeding with you know farmers doing what they do best, and that is being the most cost-effective, most high, the highest quality provider of food on the planet. Well, and Mike, you know, just thinking about uh, all of all of what we have seen and heard with this deal and getting it to come through, as you alluded to, it's massive for not only agriculture but our entire broader economy and supply chains. But I, I just think about you know us nearing harvest time, what this could have done. Uh, here if if a deal had not been reached and like you said rank and file members still have to agree to this but all signs seem to point that they will so hopefully we can put this uh, potential black swan event uh, behind us here in the ag trade yeah it's it's really important now we obviously wish that we wouldn't have walked right up to this precipice um you know that's not a real effective way of running a country or running a running an industry. But, you know, we're happy that 
we've at least come to this tentative agreement. You know, you know, as you said, you know, the more we get into harvest season, the more important it will be for our our various modes of transportation, including rail, to be operational. Um, actually, improving service. You know, actually, you know, this is against the backdrop of a supply chain that's overly constrained that hasn't been firing on all cylinders. Uh, rail service hasn't been what we expect it to be. So that's kind of the current lay of the land when it comes to supply chain. We therefore need our various modes of transportation, including rail, to actually improve service, not take a step back. And clearly a slowdown or even a strike would have been a major step back on, on that. So you know, we've got the good news with our industry within the soybean industry is we've got very strong demand for what farmers produce. But, you know, the, the the fundamentals of it is not it's not just a function of having demand and it's not just a function of having supply. You've got to have that connectivity between supply and demand. And that's what our freight rail system does. That's what our various modes of transportation system do. And there's particular states where our freight rail system is even more consequential. Some areas of the country, you have some proximity to the inland waterway system, like the Mississippi River or Ohio River. Uh, but there's other areas of the country that produce a significant amount of soybeans, corn, and other agricultural mm -hmm. products where your option is rail or it's rail. And so for those areas of the country, they were acutely interested in this issue and you know very appreciative that we've come to this tentative agreement. Well, Mike, you know, now that this tentative agreement is in place, as we look back at the past week or so that we've been worried about this strike, have you seen or do you see any potential impacts just coming from all of the talk the last week? I could think of one. I know soybean basis in the PNW, for instance, has dropped over 50 cents in the last week. So I'm wondering if there's some little impacts like that um, that you are, are maybe watching here in the broader scope of, of the ag industry and even especially on the soybean side. Yeah, we would have seen that whole farmer profitability, that basis widening much more pronounced if we would have had a, a strike or a slowdown really extend longer. That, that really is just one of the realities that a lot of people, farmers understand this, but a lot of people more broadly don't understand that you know, the, the price a farmer receives is so much influenced by how efficient or inefficient that transportation is after the delivery occurs. And, and so if, if you essentially, as a, as a grain elevator or a rail shipper of agricultural products, if you're not able to move product out your back door, you're not going to accept product via your front door. Uh, because if you can't move products via rail, then you're not going to, you're going to be less willing to have farmers deliver to your facility. So what they do is you will drop the price that farmers that, that that's offered to farmers that basis will widen. So this is really much, this is not just a kind of a, a hypothetical theoretical kind of issue. When you, when you talk about rail service disruptions, it's very practical. It has direct impact on farmer profitability at the very local level. So that's why it's such an important issue to us. That's why we're so engaged in it. Well, we appreciate the time and the insight into the situation. With that, Mike Steenhook, Executive Director of the Soy Transportation Coalition. Thanks for joining us. We'll talk to you again soon. Thank you, Jesse. And you've been listening to American Ag Today, produced by the American Ag Network. I'm your host, Jesse Allen, wishing you and yours a great rest of your day.